Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Ladies, let's be real. Getting birth control is a hassle. The time it takes to go to your gyno's office, the hassle of receiving your new pack on time, or the several phone calls you have to make to find out why your insurance is no longer paying for it is absurd. Plus, sometimes for some of us, it's kind of a private affair. Your birth control should be delivered to you when you need it, where you need it, without judgment, and with your physician available to answer any of your questions. So, I am here to introduce you to ForHers.com, a new women's wellness brand, putting your body back in your control. For hers puts the purchasing power back in your hands, bundling all of the costs of receiving your birth control into one low price of $30 and without the need for insurance. So no more booking time off to go to an in-person doctor's appointment, pharmacy lines, or insurance company on hold music. Like, come on. In every way possible, For hers would like to take this hassle off your plate. And they know that everybody's body is different. So For hers offers 10 well-known birth control options. And right now, my listeners can get their first month of birth control from forhers.com for just $5 right now while supplies last and subject to doctor's approval. See website for full details. Go to forhers.com slash Shay. That's forhers.com slash Shay. Restrictions apply. See website for full details. Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. What's up, you guys? We are back. We have another real housewife sitting across from me, the gorgeous Heather Dubrow. How Thank are you? Thank you. Hi, how are you? Good. And Jan Elizabeth here Hi. co-hosting. Okay, so I know you have like a million things to talk to I'm Heather about. I'm a huge about. fan. I'm oh, like that's so, so excited. sweet. She's so like excited. totally stands you. <laughs> so okay, I hate to be all non-millennial, but all I keep seeing is the word stands. Yes. I honestly don't know what it means. Okay, Stan is an Eminem song where it, you you can listen to it. It's like this really emotional Eminem song where one of his fans basically like stalks him and is like obsessed with him so when you say you stand because his name it's like the yeah the, she doesn't the, stalk you the but. fan's okay. name was stan so when you say like i stand someone you're like i'm like obsessed with them love them they're oh my, my favorite god yeah. i'm so glad like, all right i have one more question yes what does it mean when someone writes hashtag tap tap oh i think that means i don't i think that means to like double something. like like yeah, a double tap tap, tap. I don't know, but it, it, the way this chick writes it, it's the stylist, and she does Katy Perry, Sweet Baby Jamie. She's a she works. For, uh, she's a creative director of Juicy Couture, uh-huh. and she always writes like Katy Perry hashtag tap tap. But it always the way it reads to me is always like tap tap, like. Like, huh. Look sexy, you know. Interesting. I could be wrong. That one up. I'm gonna have to ask my younger millennial sister about okay. this one. <laughs> Would you please report back? to No, me she that? literally like I've barely been able to properly use "stan" in a sentence because it's like she stands I feel like, you. Now I understand how yeah. to use it. Yes, I feel like I'm like at like a spelling bee or something. Uh-huh. It's like you know, like oh, can you use it in a sentence? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait, but like if I were to say something that I stand something, like how do you? And I'm like, okay, so if I'm like, oh my god, she's like, no, that's not. The the right way i'm just like but then the other day i just naturally said it in a sentence i was like i did it right i did it i got it <laughs> my kids so my two oldest ones are twins and they're 15 and anything i say is cringy and if i say it's cringy they think that's even more cringy. <laughs> it's a total lose-lose i got yeah. no game at all do you kind of pick up the lingo though like do you say things are lit 
no, because as soon as we say that, it must be clearly over. So <laughs> Terry, Terry said something to one of the kids, and he was like, something AF. And I went, oh, oh goodness. God, God, no. That's but so he funny. is cringy, so, but that's his personality. Yeah. So we accept that he's cringy, but I have to walk the line between being non-cringy and understanding. Love that. So thank you for the stance. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Now, can I ask you about your uh-huh. eyelashes? Yeah. Who makes your eyelashes? So these are just individuals. I did them myself this morning. You could do your own individuals? Yeah. That is skill, my friend. Yes. I just learned how in the last couple of months because... Especially with as emotional of a person as I am, the strips, especially with filming, were always lifting on the inside yes. or on the end. And then it's like I always – I still do always carry glue on me. But with the individuals, if one of them lifts, you still have like – 20 more. Yeah, it's true. So I go um, on Amazon. I uh-huh. get elegant lashes. They're like seven bucks a box. Cool. And I do short, medium, and long flare. And then I just like, I do like short and then I space them out. And then I do medium in the other spaces. And then I fill in the rest with long. That you really have to practice that. I get my makeup done enough that I've like tried to like watch her do it. And she uh-huh. really told me, she was like, it's all about how you hold the tweezers. It's just like the way you hold it and then you just place it right there and it's so easy. I never thought I could do it until I just tried once and I was like, oh. You were like unbelievably good at the strips though too. I've seen her in a bar without a mirror do it and just stick it on. She's like, does it look okay? I'm like, it's perfect. How did you do that? Oh, I can do that Without a mirror. Because you learn. Yes. You you just have to. And that's why I have nails. People, I'm like, no, literally I can't do certain things without nails. Like my strip eyelashes, I could not do without (laughs) nails. Even with tweezers, with a strip, my nails just are that much easier. But with the individuals... You have the tweezers. You okay. just dip it in a little bit of glue. You hold them. When you do the right ones, you hold them this way. When you do the left, you hold it this that way. It's like, yeah. and right, I'm going to try. Yeah. I always do my own makeup. I taught my mom how to do it. So if my mom can do it, you can definitely okay. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was um, New Year's Eve or the day before New Year's Eve. And she was like, well, your sister's not going to be here and you're busy. So like, what am I going to do about my eyelashes for the party tomorrow night? <laughs> I was like, I don't know, mom. You're going to have to probably do them yourself. And I Lash was like, bar? wait a second. I go, actually, I go, when I do the individuals on myself or when my makeup artist does them, they last for at least a week. I'm like, I could try and do those on you. I was like, just, you know, if you're not like a crazy sleeper rubbing your eyes and whatnot, like they'll probably be fine. And so I did them for her. And it was like five days later. She's like, oh my God, they're still on. And then like one fell off and she's like what do I do one fell off and now she's like addicted that's so So good I taught her I tried the extensions once when they first came out a few Mm -hmm. years ago but they were a little I don't know I didn't like it and I wear contacts so I felt like there was like dirt in there yeah and then if one of those falls out it's like you have a tooth missing yeah it's really unattractive Mm -hmm. totally and it's like with those because they're more like permanent you can't really you're not supposed to wear strips and other lashes with them right and also I get my nails filled every few weeks like I don't want to also have to get my eyelashes filled I know unless it's at the same time like that's just that's too much maintenance when I can Mm -hmm. literally do it myself in 20 minutes once a week at home I hear you and you have to lay there the whole time without being able to look at your phone no I didn't eyelash lift twice and I just had to like force myself to fall asleep because it's like knowing you can't open your eyes makes you just want to open mm-hmm. your eyes my daughter had that done that was a really cool thing yeah. that eyelash yeah. lift and it was amazing I loved how it looked after but right when I started doing that my makeup artist started doing the individuals and, and I loved these but when my eyelash lift was like 
on point. They were curled so high that the individuals, like, it was like they were being placed weird. It was uh-huh. like they weren't sticking. Okay. So I'm like, I would rather have these than the lift. But then if I get overdoing these one day, then I just get the lift. And it's natural. And those are your real lashes. And yeah. I like it. But I love it. I'm obsessed with lashes. Anyone who watches <laughs> Vanderpump Rules or any Real Housewives show knows, like, lashes are our thing. You need them. Yeah. Alexis Blino is the one that told me on the yes. first season. Because I was, you know, I'm, I was came from scripted television. So I was right. like a makeup artist. And even though I could do my own makeup, it wasn't, my, I couldn't do my own lashes. And the first season, Alexis was like, you have to do your own lashes. Because you were traveling. I'm like, yeah. how? She goes, Just try it. She's so sweet. She's like, you figure it out. And I did. Mm-hmm. It was I fine. That. Yeah. So I have to know, which of the housewives do you still stay in contact with? So, I mean, not very many. I run into people Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I see – I run into – I think other franchises more than Orange County. Okay. Is that so weird because yeah. I live in Orange County? But a, none of us really live that close. Okay. Um, I texted with Tamara the other day. Okay. Uh, because she had posted something about Eddie. Oh, Because okay. he was having heart problems mm-hmm. or whatever. So I texted with her the other day. I ran into Vicky mm-hmm. um, at Mastro's like two months ago. And she said, did you hear what I said on Watch What Happens Live? And I go, no, what? And she goes, I said I want you back on my show. Oh, how, how lovely of her <laughs> on to my invite show. her. On her I invite show. you on it's her so show. It's so Vicky, though. It's hilarious. <laughs> it was really funny. And, and I see Alexis Bellino because our kids are in this theater company okay. together. So I see her a lot. She looks fabulous. That's amazing. Um, and I don't know. That's what about it. you and Gretchen? I have not seen her. But, like, will I – I see her on social media, yeah. and she'll comment on my pictures. Mm-hmm. Did you see her gender reveal? Yes, I was supposed to be there, but we were, where were we, in Nashville or Denver? Somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> We've been traveling, Janet and I, so much. And when I saw it all over Instagram, I was just like, oh, so much FOMO. That was so How did she do it? I missed it. It was so cute. First of all, Michael Did, like, Cut- the pop thing oh, okay. that, yeah. But it was popping, but I've seen that done before, but I liked what they did was there were so many of them with the confetti poppers that it literally filled the sky. Yeah. It was really I cute. And she was wearing this really beautiful half blue, half pink oh, kind of cute. Grecian flowy dress. Yeah. It was cool. She, I am so happy I for It was her. so cute. She sent me a really cool like professional video they did that it like goes like fast, but then it's like in slow-mo oh, and it's cool. like the music playing. Yeah. Like, that's that like so fun. gender reveal goals. I love that. Party. It was very cool. Yeah. So I'm most bummed that you're not on the season anymore, but also mostly because I can't see Chateau du Bro. You can. And all well, I've seen all the YouTube videos. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I'm Give like, me more you credit can. We were watching them last it, night. But I miss it on the show. But yeah, I've oh my god, I'm obsessed with Chateau du Bro. Thank I've seen you. all of the videos on YouTube of Heather's closet. Obsessed with all of them, especially you. your closet with a champagne button. Thanks. It's you. my goal in life. Now. Right. <laughs> There's a flaw to it, though. Nobody answers it. Right. So it literally, it actually rings in the kitchen. So it's in my closet. Uh-huh. It actually, it's a doorbell. It actually rings in the kitchen. And Terry was like, uh, so who's bringing you the champagne? I was like, hmm, is it too early to train Coco in that? And then sometimes someone will be over and we're lucky enough to have a chef. So people will be over and they'll want to hit the button. And a couple of times she's come up with champagne. Oh, that's I'm like, awesome. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. I love all the videos. What's your favorite, what's your favorite, favorite or a couple favorite rooms in the house? And is there one that you're like, I would have done this differently or anything that you would have changed? Yeah. So, um, Right before we moved into the house, I can't remember how many bathrooms we have. It's like 14, 15, something like that. <laughs> Love that. But there's one bedroom in the 
I mean, I'm from the East Coast. We call them a basement. Yeah, here it's like a subterranean. It's very fancy. <laughs> ah, so that's goals. I want a basement. One yes, day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a subterranean, and there's what should be like they consider it a maid's room. Mm-hmm. If you have live in help, which we don't, so I turned it into a music room, but it has a full bath. And so when I was thinking about it as just an extra bedroom, it was really boring. It was beige. It was boring. It was like the last bathroom I did because they're mm-hmm. all different. Okay. And so I was out of ideas. I didn't want to spend a lot of money. It was beige. And then the music room turned out so cool. It's really edgy and funky. And I, I kept looking at that bathroom. Like, it's so boring. So before we moved in, I did a remodel oh, nice. on the bathroom. And I found this really cool flocked um, leopard wallpaper. So it's kind of fuzzy when you touch it. Oh, oh it's really cool. That's so, and cool. I, so I redid the bathroom. So it's cool now. So I love that I room. I love that. Um, my dining room was the only room we really weren't using in the house. Uh, and now we just started using it because I designed, we have a, like a wine wall, mm-hmm. but I filled it all with champagne. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, we have wine, but isn't champagne prettier? Yes. So I did it kind of as an installation. We're not really drinking that champagne. It's just there. But I designed this thing, which are like, it'll, you'll see it on the YouTube channel, okay. but it's like crystal and pale gold little boxes. It's kind of like champagne jewelry that goes in between all the rows. Love Ooh. that. It's pretty cool, but it's been made wrong three times. So, oh, no. yeah, Terry's about to kill me. He's like, and why'd you start with this? <laughs> if there's Sorry. ever a doomsday, I'm coming to Chateau Dubrow and right? I'm going to help you with the champagne collection. It's so funny because, I, you know, I didn't realize that people still had this pent up need to see the house, which I do understand because we were like building it mm-hmm. together and then we left the show and you didn't get to see it. Yeah. So that's why I decided to do the videos. But, you know, and you know this about social media because you right. get this too. You get, like, the people that love it, the people that hate it. Oh, you're so obnoxious. Why are you showing this? And then everyone's fighting with each other. It's because we wanted to see it, that whole thing. I just feel like it's not to be showy. It's because I designed this house from the ground totally. up. Every square inch of it. And I'm super proud of it. Never wants to see it. So that's why I did it. Yeah. Absolutely. And we did. We got a sneak peek on the show before everything was finished I was like everything looks so amazing and then I was like when you announced that you weren't coming back I was like well when am I gonna get to see her house though yeah Yeah. I remember seeing just like when you guys got the land yeah and like seeing what it is now I mean how long was the process the build from breaking ground till you guys moved in I think it was about three years okay wasn't terrible yeah this house so I think I've done like 12 houses since Terry and I have been together wow that it were either remodels or ground up or we bought halfway through construction but the last ground up one we did, which you saw on the show, which mm-hmm. had the big double staircase and everything, I, I had this designer who was really great, but we really didn't have the same taste. And that's why I always tell people, you have to go with your instinct. You yeah. have to go with what you like. Who cares what someone else likes? But he kept saying, oh, that's wrong. You can't do it. And then I had Terry sign every um, wood sample, every tile. I made him initial everything. So, so that he couldn't he, change his mind later? No, so, I, so he, could, he couldn't come back and go, I never saw that. I wanted him to approve everything. And also it was very expensive. And and it was a, it was a big, it was my, my biggest project at that time. And so we built the whole thing and he hated like 30% of the house. And I never really felt like it was mine. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I thought it was pretty, but it didn't feel like me. So when he bought this lot and didn't tell me, <laughs> I said, I will build this house, but I'm building it. You have no say. I'm not having you sign anything. Because I figured the algorithm would be about the same and he'd hate 30% of it. Yeah. <laughs> he loves it. Love that. There's not a portion he doesn't love. He loves the whole thing. That's Except amazing. the champagne wall because it's not working. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, how many square feet is your house? About 22,000. If wow. your kids are in one end and you're in the other, do you call each other? 
Or do you have an intercom? They call, <laughs> they call, no, there's no intercom. Okay. They call and they text. But by the way, they're so obnoxious, they'll do it if they're in the next room. <laughs> That's just kids. I mean, I do that too. I, I mean, my mom's house is not that big. And I mean, sometimes, you know, if we're in different, or if I'm outside and I'm laying out and she's inside and I like want to drink or something, like, <laughs> right, you text, text her. her. But the other thing is the house doesn't have a hundred rooms. It's got the normal amount of rooms. They're just bigger. Yeah. So And it's an open house. So like if I yell... They can hear me. But what I hate is, mom, mom, mom. It starts at the, their bedroom and it's all the way through the house. And I just sit there. I don't even answer. Yeah. They can come to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So you have your podcast here. Yeah. You guys have so many things. You have a, a skincare line. Yes. Okay. Tell me about that. So Terry and I actually have been doing skincare, if you can believe it, for like 18 years. I believe it. Terry's yeah, surgery. For sure. Yeah. So, so Terry, I mean, look at their skin. Yeah. <laughs> I just turned 50. Can you believe it? What? No, mm-hmm. actually, I cannot believe it. No. That. I did. And no surgery. And I do not get fillers. Just You, know, you don't do time. filler? No. Come on. No. I do filler. I don't do filler because I just don't. I did it once, like, I don't know, 10 years ago, and I hated it on me. I have good cheekbones. L- that's what I was going to say. Those are just your wow. real cheekbones. These are my real cheekbones. That's the only not fair. thing that I do. Um, is I do a little Botox, and then yeah. when I get really thin, and this happens to all of us as mm-hmm. we age, we get a little skeletal. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's a thing called Sculptra. Huh. It's not a filler. Okay. It was actually created for AIDS patients because the, it regrows your own collagen. Interesting. So where you get really hollow, and you don't think of this, you guys are really young, so you don't see, you don't have this. No, I've, I've literally put filler there. In your temples? Yeah. Oh. In the hollows of your cheeks? Yeah. Hmm. So if I get super thin, I'll put a little there and there. And what it huh. is, it's kind of like, if you think of it as fertilizer, uh-huh. it's like water with this sculpture stuff. Sculpture. And, and then it goes away, and it regrows. It it um, stimulates your own collagen oh. growth. So that's what I use it for, but I don't like fillers. I, you know, everyone always says when I smile, my top lip disappears. I have I, I just it's not me. I'm not saying I never do it and I'm not judging anyone that right. likes it. That's fabulous. But it's just I don't know. Maybe I feel too cliche. Like being married to a plastic surgeon and living in Orange County, I don't have breast implants. I just I'm just going with it. Yeah. Well, whatever you're doing or not doing is clearly working. I so. drink a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of pickling Amazing. myself. I love that you've drink champagne for so long and that you look like this. I'm gonna say that that's my secret now. Yeah, but, I drink yeah. everything. And I eat a lot too, which people don't believe, but I I love to eat. Same with me. It's like if you're a thin person, it's like you just automatically don't eat. I'm like, if you knew how much I ate. I I eat more than any of my Mm -hmm. friends. But anyway, so Terry had written this book called The Acne Cure 18 years ago or something, Mm -hmm. and uh, which is funny because it has to do with the house too. So we were on this hike in Crystal Cove, which is next door to where we live now Mm -hmm. in El Moro Canyon. And we're on this hike, and we're talking about the book, and I came up with a product based on his acne book. But it was freezing benzoyl peroxide. I wanted to call it um, the pimple pop. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up calling it freeze it. And we had an infomercial. And that's how, honestly, that's how console beauty, the whole thing was born. But what was funny was on that hike, we were like, you know, you daydream and you go, oh, we're going to do this. and We're going to do that. And we'd only been married for two years or something. And we were looking over at the section where our house is now and nothing was there. It wasn't built at all. And we were talking about the pimple pop and the whole thing and how one day we'd build the pimple pop palace. And oh, my gosh. It was so funny. And then, I mean, six months ago, we were hiking up there. And I go, you know what's crazy? We built the pimple pop palace. Look at that. I love that. <laughs> That's so funny. So anyway, so we've been doing different sort of iterations of the skincare over the years. And then, I don't know, five years ago, 
we met up with these new chemists and this partner that we partnered up with. And he was like, what are you guys working on? I'm like, we're like, well, this is what we have. And he's like, well, I've got these chemists that can do this. And we're like, well, that's what we want to do, but we want to do this. Anyway, we started collaborating and that's how Console Beauty started. Oh. So we actually are having our four year anniversary at the Evine Shopping Channel next weekend. Amazing. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. And we then we launched Console Health. So it's all about the internal, external approach to beauty. We do supplements, we do lotions and potions, we do drinkable collagen, we do everything. And what we try to do is see what's out there in the world and take products and make them better. Mm-hmm. Like drinkable collagen, for instance. I've there's heard a, all about this. This is like the new thing everybody swears by. Yeah, and there's a lot of drinkable collagen out there. But the problem is most, if it's not hydrolyzed, it gets eaten up by your stomach acids and it does nothing. Oh, okay. If you pour it in water and it dissolves really fast, there's no collagen in it. It kind of has to be clumpy. you got to put it in a shaker bottle and shake it so it's not gross. Yeah. But that's hmm. the truth or else you're not getting anything okay. from it. So Terry's got the science. I've got the practicality. And that's how, you know, we I create products and... I'm doing it for a long time. It's it's fun. We do. We're going to be doing 20 hours live next week. Oh, oh wow! Gosh, that's a lot. Yeah. So what are what are your top few uh, favorite cons- consult beauty products? Huh. Oh, that's like you drinkable know, Sophie's <laughs> choice, man. Um, well, on the health side of things, we have these chocolate chews that reduce cholesterol. Oh, okay. Which are amazing. It's a plant sterile, and okay. they've been life changing, not just for my family, but for. Like thousands and thousands of people. Amazing. We always just sell out of those. Our champagne lift body cream is epic. Okay, ordering that. Obviously. Oh my God, we need that. <laughs> it lifts and tones and tightens, but it really does. Love I mean, that. honestly, I you can see my arm skin. This is all yeah, I Yeah, it's not 50. No. <laughs> you get the snapback and everything. But you know what? Anyone can put a cream on their body. That's why we don't make a hydrating cream. You can buy that anywhere. Mm-hmm. You go to Rite Aid and get a moisturizing lotion. Yeah. So, Everything that we do is trying to replace, um, like, a plastic surgery procedure or something you get in a doctor's oh, office. So we have, that. you know, things to plump, things to lift, things to tighten. What are the things to plump? That sounds fun. <laughs> we have volumogens. So it's okay. these marine collagen and hyaluronic acid filling spheres that go in a dehydrated state onto the top layers of your skin. Ooh. And it uses your own moisture from your body to plump up your skin. Ooh, okay. But I mix and match all of it. Like, I'll use a little Volumagen. We've got Regenerol, which is our retinol products, our Champagne Lift Line. I use it. I layer everything. So we need everything. You need yeah. everything. <laughs> you need to buy it all. I'll there, send you guys some stuff. There was this one. I can't think of what it's called right now. There was this thing I used to do, uh, and I, I always have to reference this. I don't have plastic surgery, but a plastic surgeon does my Botox. But um, at his office, it was like almost like um like an ultrasound type of machine, but it was like a little heated. But they like it. It helped bring back the collagen. Like, there's a few, but I to be I can't with think you, of what it's called. But there's like all. Altera and there's ND Med and there's I don't know there's all different kinds of yeah. lasers. I'm terrified of lasers and all that stuff because my skin is so sensitive and I'm allergic to everything. Uh-huh. That's why I always say we don't test on animals. I'm the only guinea pig because <laughs> if I can use it, basically anyone. My, I'm allergic to all hair dye and it's been oh. really bad. Wow, because I'm getting the grays and my natural hair color is actually lighter than this. Uh-huh. It's more like a lighter brown. But there's only one color on the planet that I can use. And it's one color. Dark. That's what it's called. Wow. I we're not going to see you blonde anytime soon. Oh, my God. I'd be the ugliest blonde No ever. way. No, you, oh, yeah. You could pull off anything. No. Yes. Cannot go blonde. <laughs> Have you ever done a wig? Oh, yeah. For, show, for shows and, you know, yeah. doing musical theater and all that. I've done – honestly, my first job in California was I sang at the Golden Horseshoe 
at Disneyland, and I had a huge blonde Fun. wig. Yeah. that. I was at Disney last night, actually. I'm there all the time. I have an annual pass. And we were looking at all of the princesses, and I was like, oh, my God, those wigs. Like, when you're just, like, walking by and you see, like, them from afar, mm-hmm. like, it, you don't see what a big wig it is. But it's, like, those big curls and, like. Oh, yeah. And the departments that handle yeah. all those wigs and everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, totally. Boy, you must get mobbed at Disneyland. Um, it depends on the day. Some days it's crazy. It's just like one after another. And then especially when one person notices, uh-huh. then it just like is like a domino effect. But then there are some days if I have a hat, sunglasses and like a hood on and I'm like walking around with a bunch of people who have never been on the show. I kind of, I'm just a small brunette who kind of blends. I'm like dime a dozen. So yeah, that's I what I think. I when I think of you, dime a dozen. I'm like, <laughs> that's what comes to mind. I'm like, I've never been to Disneyland where nobody has recognized you. I think one of the first times we went was right after I moved out here and someone came running like we could hear them like <laughs> up behind us Shana. and I was like oh my god we're about to get jumped and they're like oh no they just want to stop I mean <laughs> the Incredit Coaster line definitely got held up for a couple minutes yesterday you don't and do I was a greeter like, oh my god no oh oh no yes can't go without a we're not we're not making housewife money yet. <laughs> by the way I didn't make that money either <laughs> no I saw Jax Stassi and Katie just recently did that and got a greeter but I thought it was like really expensive it's very expensive see and as much as even if like I could afford it and wanted to do it I have to find people to go with me who would also do that or I just have to pay for them mm-hmm. so which is a hat it's very expensive but with kids yeah it's oh like a yeah. Must. yeah no with kids I can't even imagine trying to oh and waiting in line because, well, and, and also imagine waiting in line and having people take pictures with you while yeah. your kids are there and then oh. you feel rude but you don't want to be rude to your kids and it's like a whole thing right. but once you go greeter you never go back <laughs> it's the best thing See, ever I can't do it because then I'll never be able right. to go back normal <laughs> it's so true I'm taking two of my kids to we have a, an event to go to in Florida so I'm taking them to Orlando for a couple oh, days fun. first because uh-huh. it's their spring break <clears throat> and uh the greeters there are even more expensive than here at Disneyland. Oh, wow. Really? Yes. So do they take you to the front of every line? Yes, and a lot of times they take you up the exit. Okay, that's amazing. Okay, well, expensive. Okay. How expensive? Okay, it depends seasonally. Uh, so, like, uh, we're going high peak. Okay. Because it's spring break time. Uh-huh. And I think it's 500 and change an hour. With a seven-hour okay. That's what minimum. it was. Oh. Yes. A seven-hour minimum. I heard it was 800. But when I was thinking it about be. it the other day, and I was like, wait, I was like, was it only 800 a person a day? Because I'm like, that actually, I mean, yes, to the average person, that is a lot yes. of money. And oh, that's yeah. how much my annual pass costs. Right. But I'm like, I could probably wrangle a few friends who for 800 a day could just splurge and uh-huh. do that. I forgot it's per hour. But you get up to 10 people, so... If you were taking... Each person has to pay that? No. Oh. So that's for ten up to 10 people. I okay. believe it's 10 people. So okay. you could get a group together and just split it all, like if it's a special occasion. Seven hour minimum. Seven hour minimum. But it, it can vary. Like It could be 250 <laughs> an hour. It could be 800 an hour. You just don't know. You have to call so and find out. If we had 10 people, that's 350 a person for the day. I mean, that's expensive, but I mean, to splurge for a Yeah, but if you're buying, like, even, like, a two-day park hopper, that's pretty much what you're paying anyway. Wait, you still have to buy the tickets, though. 
Yeah, well, I have true. an annual pass. Right, but your friends don't. True. Most of my friends do, actually. They just all have the really cheap SoCal one and have a lot of blackout <laughs> days. I was going to say, then they can never go anyway. Can I go? <laughs> can I go here? <laughs> we have to just like, but it's all, it's actually better because with that pass, it's just like blackout days on the weekends and no one wants to go on the weekends anyways. Cause so it's, it's like, yeah, we usually go midweek. See, I'm not that user friendly. I mean, I am and I'm not. When we go to a park like that, I want to do a marathon I want to get there early. I want to spend the entire day. Mm-hmm. I want to be there at night. I want to see the fireworks. And then I don't want to come back for like a year. Yeah. Yeah. See, and with having the annual pass, like yesterday we got there at like 2.30 and they closed at 9. Mm-hmm. So we were there from like 2.30 to 8. There were a few rides we didn't get to do. We're like, eh, we'll just come back in a few weeks. But it's like when you don't have the annual pass and it's especially when you have kids. Yeah. And it's like you want to make a full day out of it and do everything with me, I'm just like, eh, Space Mountain's under construction. We'll come back. That's <laughs> why I, we used to have passes yeah. a few years ago when the kids were younger. But then I got rid of them because uh-huh. that's what I realized. I'm like, I like a marathon. Because mm-hmm. I have girlfriends that will just pop there for two hours. Yeah. Like, they'll just that's go Sheena. in the morning. Yeah. And they'll do a few rides with the kids and have lunch and then leave. I'm like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into this greeter thing if I can find some friends to your splurge birthday's with coming me. up. Oh, I would splurge for your birthday. Ooh, When's that your birthday? Would be fun. May seventh. That's so exciting. Big three four. Yeah, I don't know if that's a big. I was gonna year. say, is that big? <laughs> I don't just, know. It's the, it's getting older, is what it is. I'm now officially entering my mid thirties. Does that bother you? No, actually, I froze my eggs. Right, you I'm told gonna, me yeah, that. I'm yeah, I'm gonna do it again this summer because we only got nine, and okay. that is just that does not seem like anything to me. So I'm gonna do it again. But um, no, getting older, I actually embrace it. Like I. I'm not in a point in my life where I'm like, oh my God, I need to settle down. I need to have kids. I need, I'm just like, I'm living my life and I feel like I look younger than I am. So You look great. Uh, thank you. But so it's like the vain part of me is like, I'm good aging. But then like the life part of me, I'm just like, I'm in such a good place right now that it's not giving me anxiety getting o- older. I just, I like to make jokes about it. Isn't that what it's all about though? Yeah. I mean, it is, I've never cared about the number. Like I, I remember my friends no. freaked out when they turned 30, they freaked out when they turned 40, whatever. I just never did. I always felt like, like you're saying, yeah. if I'm in a good spot and I feel good about mm-hmm. where I am, mm-hmm. I'm fine. This girl DM'd me last night and I rarely check my like 99 plus requests, yeah, yeah. but sometimes I do. And I one, like to read them. Yeah. So I started when I was freezing my eggs, I started checking all of them and now I've just kind of gotten in the habit and yeah. I saw it was like, I'm 29 and like getting divorced or something. So I opened it up and I read it and she was just like, you know, like, how did you do it? Like you were like about my age when you got married and divorced and like, I'm terrified of being single at 29. I was like, honey, I'm almost 30. 34 and I'm single and I'm divorced and like just you're not that old like don't worry about there's so many things like you can freeze your eggs and there's so many things that you can do so you don't feel like I'm getting so old and I have to have this Mm -hmm. as a woman in life right so I for that for those reasons I like reading my DMs because now I'm like in a conversation with her and it's like I like giving advice to people because that's the whole thing about reality TV is it's our real lives and like people relate to us and what we're going through. And I'm just like, if I could help one person by sharing my story and giving a little advice, then like I'm literally actually doing my job. Right. So let me ask you this. When you go to your 99 plus, yes. this is what freaks me out a little bit. So I, I try to reply to as many as I can. And you know, sometimes as you know, when it's on your Instagram feed, there's lots of comments and you can't really respond to every single one, but I yeah. do read them because I try to, you know, see yeah. what's going on. If there's someone that really needs to be answered, but when I hit that plus 99, sometimes it'll say, like, um, 
allowed to tap to see it, mm-hmm. you know, like right. so, like an image, but I get scared. I don't want to tap on it because what if it's like a penis? Right. <laughs> then it's a penis. I mean, <laughs> have you had that happen before? Um, I actually haven't yet, but I've had some friends who that's happened to. That's happened to me and I have no followers. How has that not happened to you? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not even a dick pic that's really worrying me. It's more like something violent or oh. something mean or yeah. I remember when I was one year when I was ha- on Housewives, they were they would send the meanest pictures of me at like I was the mother from Coraline uh-huh. and they would make that would be me. Oh, like they made me like the Joker. <laughs> I've been made the Joker too. Really? Yes, people always say I look like the Joker. Kelly Dodd said I'm the Joker recently. Oh. Are we over Kelly Dodd? Did you not see what happened with me and her? We I mean I did on the show. No. Oh. In no. real life. Did you not see this? No. Oh, but you'll enjoy this story. <gasps> Let me tell you. Oh. Is it juicy? I'm excited. Yeah, well, I put this all out on social media. This is not and and people have interviewed me about it, but here's here's the story. Okay. <laughs> so I work out at Orange Theory. Oh yes. And I've heard yeah, part oh, of this. Yes. I was like, I heard you guys uh-huh. were running into each other, but I didn't hear what happened. Okay, but I have to scroll it back a little. Okay. So about I don't know, a year and a half. I don't even know how long ago it was. Like a year and a half ago, Kelly went on Watch What Happens Live and she said something about Terry, like that he kills people. What? Right. Okay. So, not true. He's, well, obviously. Yeah. This has never happened. But you know what? Look, you know, doctors, sometimes things happen. Absolutely. But it's, it's usually still, the anesthesiologist, not the doctor. You know, There's all kinds of things. Terry right. has yeah. a really huge practice as a medical legal expert for the state of California. Yeah. So, I've kind of heard it all. Because right. he represents, you know, defends the doctors yeah. and whatnot. So, I've kind of heard it all. And even in the best of hands, sometimes things can happen. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, this has not happened to Terry. Thank God. Knock on wood. And she said this. And Terry was like, are you kidding me? And of course, Evolution does Botched mm-hmm. and produces Botched and Real Housewives. And so, Terry called Alex and was like, dude, you got yeah. to shut this yeah. down. So, she tweeted something out like, oh, I misunderstood the question. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the question could have been <laughs> to have that answer. But she said, I misunderstood exactly. the question. Whatever. So end of story. And it's not like we're going to sue her. We're not litigious people. I would. And what's it going <laughs> and, and, and what's it going to do anyway? Yeah. Anyway, so then I ran into her at Orange Theory and she came up to me and she said something like, um, hey, you know, uh, I'm sorry about what I said. And I said, why would you do – I can't remember what I said, but it was something – my friend Sarah was standing with me. And I was like, I, like, either – why did you do that? Why the fuck would you do that? I wasn't yelling, but I was talking to her like that was totally uncool. He's a doctor. We're not even on the show anymore. Why are you bugging him? That kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And she said something to me like, you know, it took a lot for me to come over and talk to you. I could have just, you know, slipped out of the door, but I wanted to come and just apologize. And I said, you know what? I really appreciate that. Thank you for doing it. Just don't talk about us. Great. No problem. Done. She leaves. And a few minutes later, she tweets something like, what a great couple. What great people. Just spoke to Heather. We're good. So I think we're done. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cut to, this might, might have even been like two years ago. Anyway, cut to this past December. I'm, I'm at the gym with the same friend, Sarah. Mm-hmm. So she can tell you that I was not yelling at Kelly. <laughs> oh. So we were at the gym and we were leaving and it was Hanukkah. This is why I know it was December because Sarah was coming over. So we, we walk out of the gym and we're standing like on the sidewalk there and we're talking. Having this conversation, I never usually linger after the gym, mm-hmm. but I don't know. We were just talking. Well, then I go, you know what? I'm going to see you tonight. Whatever. Blah. Get in my car, and I leave. That night, I'm dressed. I'm cooking latkes. I'm in my kitchen. It's the one time of year I cook. The kids are running around. <laughs> we have friends over. It's fun. And Sarah comes in. She goes, did you see? And I go, What? What? Where's the fire? What's going on? <laughs> and she was like, oh, never mind. I'm like, you can't do that. Oh, no. She goes, oh, okay. She goes, Kelly Dodd filmed us today outside the gym. And I go, 
what? So she shows it to me, and basically she does this three-part thing on her Instagram story where she's filming us standing there and saying things like, I'm a bitch, and why won't I leave, and she wants to get her work out. She's saying my name very clearly, calling me names, the whole thing. Oh, my God. And it's like this three-part thing. Now, not to be all Oliver Stone conspiracy theory, but just so you know, because I've seen the video, we were standing past the door, and my back was to her car. She very easily could have walked in. And I never would have seen her. Yeah. But she clearly wanted to make a thing of it, yeah. wanted me to see it. Of course. So I obviously talked about it on my podcast, mm-hmm. saying how ridiculous. Yeah. And of course, this grown woman sitting in her car filming me because she's scared to have to say hello. Like that's going to make it better. And right. you understand, the last time we had an encounter was the thing I just explained to you. I haven't seen yeah. her since. So I talk about it on the show, and then she starts tweeting that um, I yelled at her at the gym and called me Skeletor and Joker face. What? Yes. She's canceled. Yeah, I was like, I feel like she belongs on Vanderpump Rules instead of Real Housewives. (laughs) But to be honest with you, it made me laugh. Like, I I mean, how do you not laugh? I wasn't mad. And it was funny when I ran into Vicky that time, I was telling you at Masters, she's like, did you see what Kelly did about you on her Instagram? I'm like... Yeah, it was funny. It was something to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's silly. It's dumb. I mean, it made me feel a little sad. Right. For her, but, yeah. you know, whatever. For she, her. For her. And she was, and then she started tweeting about me that I'm thirsty, like as if I want. I'm like, you started this. You're like, and I walked away from the show that you're on. Yeah. So, you know. And also, exactly. I've been off the show two years. Yeah. I, you really need content this badly? Pick on someone else. Yeah. Right. Was she part of your decision to leave the show? I would say that I the trend of the show wasn't really what I was interested in doing. I felt like the season that she came on, it went from there she sort of like crossed a line that had never been crossed in OC before. Like even just some of the you know words and names she was calling people, I was like, "Wow, they've never, you know, dropped mm-hmm. the C word before until this season and things like that." And it, I I can understand as like a mother and stuff why you wouldn't want to be associated with that it was a really difficult that last season was a, and you know we all have good seasons and bad right, seasons and I course. had both in my five years but that season personally was just very difficult for me because it was five years on the show and I felt like you know going from a scripted actress to then having my kids and then doing this I felt like what am I doing with my life mm-hmm. like what is this my end game is this going to be right. my last moment and although I'm so honestly really grateful mm-hmm. for everything that it did for my family and for me and the platform and I really do have fond memories with the girls it was just it was time mm-hmm. yeah it was just time and 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 I think I mean I haven't watched the show since I left so I don't know but if that was the direction they were going in I really didn't fit mm-hmm. on the show anymore mm-hmm. so I can see that yeah. so many of the questions that we got today for you were like what can we do to get you back and like I mean so many people that miss you would you ever go back and... or would you do like Beverly Hills instead of OC so you know I've known Lisa Rinna for like 20 years yeah she used to be in acting class uh-huh. together and I don't know Denise but I met her at an audition weirdly years ago before she got on oh the my show God. I know and she was really into housewives I think it's so cool she's on I love I know it. Kyle I love her I you know I've met Lisa Vanderpump many times mm-hmm. really love Love her too. Um, yeah, I think all those girls are very cool. What I like about that cast is they're, they genuinely have very strong ties mm-hmm. and relationships. Yes. And they're very ensconced in their city, mm-hmm. which I also think is so important. Like, I think the same thing about Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it doesn't feel um, obscure. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's so funny because before I went on Orange County, everyone, all of the girls, 
in, you know, that I knew who watched it would always say, we don't feel like we're represented. Like, that's not our, all of Orange County. Like, where's the us? And so, you know, I, I guess I, I brought something a little bit different to it. Would I ever go back? I mean, you can never say never. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because then I look like an asshole. So, yeah. no, I'm never going back. <laughs> and I'm like, so what I decided to do. <laughs> but I don't really see it. I mean, my kids are now 15, 15, 12, and 8. Wow. And when yeah. they were really little. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. They're so yeah. grown up. Uh-huh. So when they were really little, you know, they'd run in the room. They'd laugh. They'd say something cute. Yeah. And they'd leave. In now. high school, you know, it's not just a decision for myself. Totally. And again, no judgment on people that want to open this, open their lives up because I think that's a, that's a good choice too. But mm-hmm. for me, I feel like at this point, they need their privacy. Mm-hmm. And as their mom, I need to be a little more protective, which sometimes is a problem on my podcast because I basically have diarrhea of the mouth. I like to talk <laughs> about everything. Yeah. But I do have a line, especially with my teenagers, where I will talk about them if I feel like, first of all, it's just funny or if it might help people or open up a conversation mm-hmm. that people aren't having. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's super private, obviously, you know, health things or, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. I try to keep that, you know, on the down low. Right? Yeah, definitely. Well, I feel like, I mean, just outside of the show, you have obviously so many business ventures that it's like, you know, right now you don't have time for that anyways. Yeah. And, okay, so I saw um, when I was Googling you before yeah. this, um, <laughs> you and Terry got married in 1999, so you're celebrating a 20-year 20 anniversary. Years. When is that? It is June 5th. And do you guys have anything fabulous planned? So what I did was but don't come stands us. <laughs> Did I say it right? Maybe not. Your kid's somewhere are rolling their Crap. eyes. I'll work on Mom. that, I promise. Um, there she goes with her stands. Um, the hotel we got married in, which is the Beverly Hills Hotel, I actually um, got the suite, which is the big suite one. Oh. I can't remember the number, but it's this huge suite. And that's the one we stayed in on our wedding night. And so I booked that for... Our actual oh, anniversary. That is amazing. And then what we're doing is we're going with another couple and we're going to the south of France <gasps> to Love Champagne that. and to Paris. <gasps> that is a dream. Is yeah. that the best dream. trip ever? Oh my god. Speaking gosh. Janet's language. I know, right? I'm yeah. so, so excited. That's you know, fabulous. it's funny because you know, so we've been together twenty two years and everyone's mm-hmm. always like, you know, what's the secret and the whole thing? Yeah. And I think the fact that I mean you have to have things you do together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for us it's not hobbies, it's work. Which sounds so crazy. Like, that shouldn't be the thing you do together. But Terry has his deal. And then I have my deal. I have my things that I do. But together, you know, we wrote uh, our next book came out. Yes. In October, The Dubrow Diet. That did really well. And we're having so much fun creating things together. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you both had your own shows. You obviously do the show together. But then you have your podcast together. You have your book together. You have the skincare line together. Mm -hmm. Like, that's such, like, ultimate, like, couple's goal. Yes. To have so many businesses together like that. Well, what's so funny is we're on Evide. And like I said, we'll do between 15 and 20 hours live in a weekend. So in a typical day, we'll do seven or eight hours. It's a lot of talking Mm because you're talking the entire time. Yeah. And then we never talked about it, but we... We have this thing where we get in the car, we have a driver, we get in the car afterwards, and we just don't talk for <laughs> you know, a moment of four silence. or five minutes. It's just yeah. we get in the car, we shut the doors. I always have Tic Tacs. He always has gum. Tic Tac gum. We sit there for minutes, and then one of us goes, so anyway, and then, <laughs> and then we just keep going. Yeah. I love that. What would you say is your favorite business venture that y'all have done together so far? I think the Dubro Diet mm-hmm. has been one I'm, it, that's been the most fun, I think, of late because we didn't really intend to write a diet book. Yeah. We were trying to figure out what our next book was going to be. And this is, you know, a few years ago. And we started eating a certain way. We started talking about intermittent fasting. Yes. Which, you know, sounds like 
skinny, tired people. Right. So I was like, I'm not fasting. And he's like, when did you eat yesterday? And I told him. He's like, when did you eat? And so started working on this. And then I was posting bikini shots and, and Terry's all shredded. And I would never have posted bikini pictures of me at 30. Ever. Oh, I feel like I yeah. look better than I've ever looked. And I'm telling you, it's the way we eat. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I carb cycle. Yeah, I wanted to ask about this because she knows I can't have carbs on certain days. And- yeah, so she like <laughs> won't hang out with me on non-carb days. That is so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should – I'm going to send you a copy of the book because you okay. should really just look at it just yeah. because in- you're into health and fitness and all totally. that. Totally. It's really interesting about the intervals that you're eating in. Because if you think about hunter and gatherer times, mm-hmm. they didn't snack all day long. Right. Yeah. They had one meal and they had to go find that meal when they were hungry. Oh my God, okay. that's such yeah. a good point. So when you're hungry, you get a burst of energy because it's like you get that instinct you have to go find mm-hmm. food. Yeah. So it's counterintuitive, but you actually have more energy than you've ever, like, I don't even know what time it is right now, but I haven't eaten since last night. Oh, wow. I don't drink caffeine. Uh-huh. And if you look up the science of autophagy, which is a Nobel Prize winning um, thing that, that this is based on, that it makes your skin tighter. It gives you energy. It makes your hair grow thicker. Hmm. It's all these great anti-aging benefits along with keeping your body thin, right. keeping it at the right weight. And we teach you how to cheat because I eat and I like to eat crap yeah. and I want to be able to do it. So we actually teach you how to cheat in the program. I, I like love that. this. Yeah. Because it's got to be not – I think all diets work. When I was in college, I gained like the freshman 40 or something. <laughs> and I went on every diet imaginable. And they all work, but they're not sustainable. Right. Right. So that's why I think doing that has been the most fun thing because – when we were testing it, before the book came out, we had 100 people on a face, private Facebook group, mm-hmm. a page. And they all lost between 30 and 90 pounds. Wow. And That's took, amazing. Yeah, and we took one of the couples with us on a, these e-news segments that we do. And you really got to follow their journey. And Greg, I mean, he's lost almost 100 pounds. Now. I mean, it's wow. pretty amazing. But his their whole lives changed. Absolutely. And when you have control over your body yeah. and feel better and have more energy, you're better for yourself, you're better for your partner, you're better for your kids, you're just better. Totally. It must work because you have so much going on. I don't know how you do all of it <laughs> and so well. Yeah. I try. You know, it's not always perfect. There's the, you know, the, the balance that I'm always trying to reach. Sometimes I do well. Sometimes not so much. <laughs> my eight-year-old is now coming in my bed at night. Oh, it's so not cute. <laughs> <laughs> we think it's cute because we don't have eight-year-olds crawling. Yeah, in our bed. I'm over it. Everyone's like, "Aren't you going to miss it when that period of time?" And we're like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> I like just sleeping with Terry. Yeah, Good. yeah. I don't. I don't think I'll have any kids crawling in my bed anytime soon. You have um, time. You're yes, fine. plenty of time. And that's the thing with like even freezing eggs. I'm like, well, what if you know I'm 43 and I'm too old to carry a baby, or there's something wrong You're with not. my uterus, or what? But like, what if? I still have my eggs on ice that a surrogate can carry for me. That's so, right. like, I can still have my own kid, and there's no rush, no pressure to like settle down or anything like that. I, um, so I am so excited about this, and I can talk about it now because there was a preview on E the other night. I did Hollywood Medium this year. Oh, we did that. Yes. I think we were his first. 
um, Reed on his really? first season. Really? Yes. Oh my God. Do you love Incredible. him? Incredible. Like literally life changing. And I, it's been like killing me that I haven't been able to talk about this yet. And then the other night I watched the preview and it was like this season on Hollywood Medium. And I'm like, there's no way I made it in like the top 10 celebs like who are on this show this season. And I did. Yay! <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, it was like Sheena Shea and it showed it. But every single thing he said to date so far has come true <gasps> or been validated. Really? And the one thing when I had asked him, I was like, okay, I want to know like love career like health like all that and he was like okay health he told me I was like subject to get bronchitis around December last year and if I got a cough to like treat it immediately I hadn't been sick in over a year and it was like I started to get a little sick in December like multiple times and I kept like Sudafed and then this and that and like it never hit me it was so crazy and then um, he said career he said that fitness was going to be really big for me and I had no idea at the time when we filmed this that my trainer was writing an ebook about me that hit number one on Amazon the first day we put it out in health wow. and fitness. So that did it was he just cut like, you into that? Yeah, we're right, we collabed <laughs> on, yeah we collabed on it. Uh, we just did like our first book signing. It was so much fun, so cute. But it was so crazy because like these things, and then I was like love, and he was like. <laughs> And I was like, wait, why are you laughing at me? Like, And he was like, no, 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 no. He goes, any man coming into your life right now is just going to be nothing but a distraction. He goes, you have a career that is taking off right now. You're Just focus on your fitness. Focus on empowering women. He goes, 2019 to 2020, he goes, that's when you can worry about love. So in the back of my head still, I even have that, that I'm like, I the next six months of my life, I pretty much already have not necessarily planned out, but I'm assuming we're picked up for a season eight. So right. there goes my summer. Right. Spring, we have like four more trips planned already. So I'm like, I'm busy until September already. So I'm like, he's so right. Like, I don't even have time to try and settle down even if I wanted to until like 2020. That's so cool. Wait, you're, and you're leaving tomorrow, aren't you? Yes. Tomorrow. Off yeah. To Are you packed? No, <laughs> not at all. No, I'll pack tomorrow. We're taking a red eye. So, but what if you like are, all right, you got to tell me how you pack. Because I... <laughs> I'm kind of an epic packer. Uh-huh. And I've gotten really good. You won't do this for this trip, but I'm really good. I can, like, travel almost anywhere with a carry-on. Wow. I can if it's for a certain amount of days. Yeah, four We're days going... or under. Uh-huh. Right. Yes, I can do that. Yeah. Um, but this is what I want to know. So when I pack, I pull out a rack mm-hmm. in my closet, and I start picking my outfits by, like, I'll, like, write out day, night, mm-hmm. see what I'm doing, do all the outfits. And then I lay everything out with all the accessories and the shoes, and I take pictures of everything. That's so organized. Because I that way, that. and then I organize it. If I, if it's, like, a four-day trip, and especially if it's press or something, yeah. and I know exactly what I'm doing, I have them in order. Ah. So I know exactly you what I'm wearing. Do you want to come pack for us? Yeah, no, you're giving me <laughs> packing anxiety. I just, like, pick a bunch of things. I'm like, this will go with this, and then I just put it all in there. I can't. It makes I me crazy. Outfits. I need to know, because then if I do that, I end up with so much mm-hmm. extra just-in-case clothes, yeah. and then I end up overpacking right. or not having the right things. So I've gotten really good at streamlining, but then I always take, like, a stretchy black dress. Mm-hmm. Oh, always. Always. Have, always have to have a stretchy yeah, black dress. Yeah, my go-to over-the-knee boots, no matter what time of year, yep. I will always bring over-the-knee boots. Because even for a nightclub in the summer, sure. over-the-knee boots. Mm-hmm. I have a pair of strappy black heels that I always bring, so no matter what outfit I wear, it works. they go with it as a clear toe and a black strap. Cute. Um, but for, yeah, for this trip, I haven't even started but thinking like, about it yet. Like, so you're going, you're yeah. obviously going to go to the beach, all right. right? So, and I require a little more lifting and pulling and f- 
finagling <laughs> these days, but um, I like I like to try on the bikinis before I go because mm-hmm. sometimes those will fit well this trip and yeah. sometimes those won't yep. or this looks better. You know, like because your body just fluctuates. And a I always bit. just throw like fifteen in the bag uh-huh. and I'm like, one that's, of these will work. That's what I used to do, but <laughs> yeah. then I feel like I have so much extra and it gives me agita. I just I hate trying on clothes. Like I, I order like everything any- online, and if they don't fit, I just give it to my sister. That's. So <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> But um, I do the one thing I'm very anal about. I had my mom like send me every time I pack. I'm like, mom, send me a list of like things I don't forget. And I finally was just like, why don't I just save this list <laughs> in my phone? So I have my airport checklist. That What's is the like, list? It's oh I my hear gosh, it. there's so many. Do you bring wipes on, on the plane? I bring wipes. Yes, you have um, to wipe everything down, including the seatbelt. Yeah, I even oh. do the headrest, and then I take the pillow and wipe it off. Why have I never thought about the seatbelt? Got to do the seatbelt. Yeah, I've never. I always think tray by the way, and the screen and the tray table, the button to push your seat back. I do the whole common areas, and then I do adding this to the list. (laughs) Do you know um, the little thing to turn on the air up there? Oh yeah, do that too. That's the most disgusting knob ever. And you know, it used to be the school of thought was to not have the air blow because people thought it was like recycled air and you were going to get sick. The opposite is true. You want the air blowing on you to blow things away. Okay, interesting. I read that recently. Yeah, everyone's warned us that on the plane we're going to get sick on the way to Sydney. I know everyone has just everyone has said that the medication out there isn't what it is here, and like to bring like extra like Dayquil and Sudafed and like all the stuff you can't get there. I always travel. With Advil, I travel with a Diflucan. Yeah. I travel with, you know, like, um, what else do I travel with? And I usually have all of that, too. I always have, like, Sudafed, Azo. Mm-hmm. Like, you never know. But do you bring, like, like Diflucan if you have a yeast infection or that's a pill? No, yeah. I usually just have Azo just in case. What's Azo? It's for, like, uh, if you get, like, a UTI. Right. So I have UTI stuff. Okay. I have that stuff. Yeah. I'll bring, um, uh, I'll bring a, an antibiotic. Uh-huh. I normally bring a Z-Pack with me. Anytime I'm in Mexico, I'll go to a pharmacy and get like six oh, Z-Packs yeah. and bring pharmacy. them back. It's yeah. so smart. It's so, so good to... to... All right. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm okay. So the top of my list, um, if you've seen any episodes of Vanderpump Rules when we're on a trip, uh, my love frog, it's this little stuffed animal that I travel <laughs> with. My best friend, long story short, from like childhood since we were like in kindergarten, she passed away from cancer when we were 23. And this was like the last thing that she had given me. It's this little frog prince. And Aww. I was like single and depressed. And it was like my depression when she's going through cancer was nothing so it was just like you know i'm gonna get my little frog prince one day still haven't found him but he travels the world with me so that's top of my list medication glasses contacts makeup wipes uh solution hair ties tampons deodorant toothbrush chargers mophies adapters computer speaker if i'm going somewhere cold beanies gloves scarves underwear bras sleep clothes sweats leggings socks shirts jackets shoes slides boots and bathing suits um i think that's your mom has no faith that you'll remember anything. Is what this I tells know. me. I'm like, no, I've like, and Did I you always forget your passport. Oh. oh no, that's always in my bag. That is my carry on bag. Even you if keep I, it in there, I do because really? even if oh. I'm just like going to New York, like I mean, or wherever. I mean, I had it when we were in Nashville. I'm like, what if like I lose my ID? I mean, granted, I'm fortunate that I could Google myself <laughs> and probably talk my way through TSA, and right. I have clear. But yeah, me too. What if you had to suddenly flee the country? I don't know. I just always bring my passport with that's me. That's hilarious. And then I leave <laughs> it in the safe in the hotel room. Whenever I travel, I never leave it in my bag, but it's always just there. So I never forget it. So you have to look up country to country because some places will tell you do not leave your passport in the safe. Yeah. 
Oh, so that steal to, it. Oh, yeah, to always keep Shit. it on your person. Also, in certain countries, you want to make sure, like you're saying, if something happens, you can't go back to your hotel. Um, you want to be able to go. So I think you should carry it with you. I think mm-hmm. we should wrap this up, and I need to go pack. <laughs> <laughs> Best time. Will you take Thank me with you, you please? Yes, if you want to come meet us or if you want to meet me in Fiji. She doesn't want to go anymore. <laughs> By the way, I would go in a heartbeat. I have like 27 children. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. Yes, this is so much you. fun. Thanks for having me. Yes, and everyone, be sure to check out Consult Beauty, the Dubro Diet, Heather Dubro's World, and it is Dr. and Mrs. Guinea Pig. Yes. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans. Download new episodes every Tuesday and subscribe on the Podcast One app at podcastone.com or at Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Do you want it? Need help keeping up with the Kardashians? I would not be surprised if Kylie Jenner hires a private investigator to follow Travis Scott around and Mm -hmm. make sure he's not cheating. Join blogger and king of snark Perez Hilton to keep track of their latest family drama, as well as everything else happening in the celebrity world. She also said, I am not clickbait. And that's what I disagree (laughs) with. Because she is clickbait. Download new episodes of the Perez Hilton podcast every Monday on Podcast One.